Welcome to this episode of Dad Podcast, the podcast where two regular dads sit down and discuss the challenges, the blessings, and extraordinary duty of being a dad in the modern age. Let's roll the podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of Dad Podcast with me, Joe Mann. And myself, Timber Robin. Yeah, so today we're going to be talking about, look, I mean, actually, before we get to talking about the serious stuff, uh, you know, we always like to start our episodes with Dad Podcast with like a little bit of a story, Nyana, or something that like kind of kicks <laughs> us in. And, and today my thing is that when I drove here, I drove past a, a toll gate as I do, and there was a guy called Mishak, and he was like, do you know hey, this, this Shok man? No, no, no. I don't know Mishak. And he was like, Shok man. And I'm like, how does that make sense? With a name like Mishak, and you are calling me Khrotman. <laughs> this, is, this is a problem because Mishak is a name from the early 80s and 90s. I mean, I don't think that you should have, I don't think you should call your son Mishak if he was born in 2005 onwards. It's basically the same as calling like a little girl like Maureen or Maud. <laughs> Those names Maud. <laughs> hello, hello, Rose. Imagine like playing with no, that doesn't make sense. Or like it's, Petunia. It's an old name. You're born at <laughs> you're born at age sixty-three. Yeah, so that's how I'm feeling today. I, I was called Khrodman by by Mishak. Mishak. There's something else to be discussed about like names and modern names because you've mm. got a you've got another one coming up. Yeah. And you have to think about a name for a girl, and I'm sure you're not thinking along the lines of Maud. Gertrude. No, no, no. So actually, it's interesting that you you ask that. Um, so we found an app. Um, it's called Kinder. It's like the Tinder, but oh, Tinder for kids. Are you like already setting your kids up? <laughs> yeah, it's called with other rich, it's called with other rich parents. <laughs> swipe left. They're from Bryanston. I don't know which. I don't know which way. Swipe right from Bryanston. I don't know. Um, so Kinder, you you. You and your partner log on, and okay. you've got a profile, and then you just swipe through a whole lot of names and whichever ones you like. Oh, okay. Then and, and, and then, then from there you up. just get like uh, yays and nays, and then decide yeah. from there. But naming naming kids, like you kind of have to take both families into consideration. So, yeah. So like my family's got a particular theme that everybody sticks to. Um, some families do the previous grandfather's name and yeah. that sort of thing. Did you guys have anything like that? So in, in my family, we, we get a chance to name the kids. So you get like a given name. Mm. And then from there, then you name the child after someone. So like traditionally what we do is basically as a, from the guy's point of view, you name after whoever's a, like ahead of you. So my firstborn mm. brother, uh, he named his firstborn son after my dad. And then my brother who's above me named... Uh, his firstborn son after, after the one brother. above him, and then for me, I named him Maredi after my my youngest older brother. Okay, kind of like that. Yeah, so that's how it works. I mean, with you guys, is it like oh, just, just free free for all? Free just for all. Do, <laughs> just don't don't come back with a shit name. Because we're gonna be like now you you letting the family down. <laughs> <laughs> but I think also like the, the everyone in the family weighs in, um, and it's a tough thing. But it's got to be your own decision. But I mean, between the two of you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because I mean, at the end of the day, it's it's you. You're the ones who're gonna be, you know, calling the kid that mm. name most of the time. So I suppose sometimes if you have to have like a second name that's a family name, mm. you just kind of maybe make it like the third one so you can hide it like in between, <laughs> and then and then you know the kids just only know by like yeah. your second two names. <laughs> Is that second yeah. name mode? But so I think the the thing that we we really wanted to get to get into today is I, I know last week we chatted about how things change around the house. Yeah. Um and so maybe touching on that a little bit more in a an actual physical financial sense. I mean one of the big things that's that's changed for us is um having 
another kid on the way now, mm. you have to look at your actual house. I mean, look at the car felt a little bit small originally because yeah. you have to take the kitchen sink and everything with you. And yeah. then with the second kid, we're like, oh, should we get a bigger car? Which we, we actually ended up doing. But your house, like I'm losing rooms in my house. Yeah. We, we used to have like rooms for the office, a yeah. spare bedroom, you know, those mm. sort of... Now when you've got friends coming over, it's gonna be like, bro, you're gonna to need to sleep in the studio. Yeah, no, I'm like, I'm like, you guys have to go home. You can't stay here. <laughs> or you're gonna chill out with the horses outside there. Yeah. But yeah, look, I mean, it does change because outside of just the the size of the rooms, I think we also get into a point now where where he can reach, mm. and now we have to like get those little clamp things that baby proof, you know, like cupboards. Because now cupboards, you can't have like nice things around anymore. Like yeah. there's nothing that you know ceramic or glass or anything that's around and and even for me now there's like a coffee table that we always have constant fights about because he it's a glass table yeah. and then he always wants to like climb on top of it and i'm like one right. day he's gonna get heavy enough to like go through the glass so i need to like get him to be at a point where he doesn't like getting on the table so or, or get a like new that, coffee table yeah <laughs> <laughs> exactly well i mean we're gonna need to move that table somewhere else so yeah. i guess that speaks to the kind of changes that you need to make to just basically not have nice things. I mean, I don't know if they <laughs> if they make vases in like rubber for like adults with, with like. You know. Who makes those rubber handbags? Fen, Fenny, Fenny, or whatever. Uh, fancy. Is it Fendi or I, I don't know? I don't know. There's fancy handbags and they're made of rubber. Really? But maybe maybe that's the. Or maybe, maybe that's something that you can start. You know, like for like trendy parents, you can just have like rubber, rubber vases. Rubber house things. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to think about that. But it, it's an interesting one because, I mean, we've, we've discussed it and going, is it a first world thing that every kid has to have their own room? When we were growing up, me and my brother shared a room and that was just the way it was. I mean, mm. we had a bunk bed. That was, that was that. But now, like, I almost feel guilty, like, yeah. with like a son and a daughter, things, yeah. like, that they don't have their own rooms. And it, uh, I don't know. Look, I mean, for me, for me, uh, I mean, I, growing up in the '80s, like things were a lot different then. I mean, I think mm. um, I, I was I was the last born for a reason because like we just didn't have enough room in the house, and I slept with my parents for like you know a lot of years because yeah. there was only a four roomed house, and my brothers and sisters shared the other room, the other bedroom. Yeah. So that's why there was like no other kids after me, clearly, because I was <laughs> I was always there. <laughs> you know what I mean? But then when we got the bigger house. Then even then, like I think the boys had to share, and then I shared with my sister, and then uh, stuff like that. But with uh, with with my kids now, the two girls share a room, uh, even though there is like an extra room available in the house. I think we've just gotten them used to like staying together. Mm. But now I think the dynamics are going to start having to change because the one's going to high school, and it's like, well, yeah. if there is an extra room, then why doesn't she just then take the room and then prepare for like when the little guy comes of age and goes into his room then you know th then we can start spreading the art a little bit more so yeah, yeah it, like it, it is it, it is maybe a first world thing because yeah we got used to like sleeping in bunk beds and i, and I think you can look forward to it because you've actually got someone to talk to yeah no and it's 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 a camaraderie thing i think also at the end of the day but i mean now we're going okay we've got to we're going to have a like an 18 month old mm -hmm. and then a newborn and does the newborn keep waking the 18 month old up and yeah, yeah it's 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 a big thing um, but I think one thing that we, this sort of leads us to is the financial, the impact or financial impact. Cause I think a lot of the time people just go out and they say, kids are expensive, bro. Mm. kids are expensive, but they never break it down to what, what does that actually mean? Kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. Look, I mean, and that's the thing. So now you're starting to start, well, you start having to think about like, um, 
if you've got two kids and then let's say a live-in nanny, mm. now you have to start thinking about, okay, now the one room is for us. Then the other room is for like, let's say the older kid who probably doesn't sleep with the nanny if that's the requirement. And then the younger kid might then sleep with the nanny or, you know, now all of a sudden you need a three bedroom house mm. in four ways you know, <laughs> with a close, two series. Close to a school, <laughs> close to a school and amenities. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? And then, and then now all of a sudden that's like, about 10, 12,000 rands worth of rent if you're still paying rent and things like that yeah. before you start getting to how much the kids cost per child. And yeah. and look, I mean, I guess I, I guess it depends on where you are in your life or how you do things. But I've found that with the little guy, it's been a lot cheaper mm. uh, than, with, than with, the, with the girls because I think with the girls, because I was still so young and naive and like you say, you feel bad about certain things. Mm. Uh, they lived off of purity and it was like... I mean, I remember it was crazy. I used to go shopping because also they, they're not too far apart. Yeah. And so I'd buy like nappies for like stage three nappies. And then I'd buy like a stage six nappy for the big one, uh, six month purity. And then there'd be like the 18 month purity. And I'd, and the people at the Hauling. shops would be looking at me like I'm crazy. Like, what are you doing all this shopping for? Are you like donating to the And I'm like, no, these are my kids. Yeah. Whereas now just buy vegetables. You know what I mean? You yeah. just cook the vegetables and you mash them and you just buy little, those little baby blender things. Or you just just mash normal veggies and they and they eat that and 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 that's something that I wish I was able to take on board before instead mm. of just shoving purity, yeah, there. cook at home. Yeah, I mean, I w- I'll say one thing: like having having an extra mouth to feed doesn't seem like a big thing mm. when you first think about it because you're like, oh, how much food can a kid eat? But I mean, at one stage, my missus was going to Woolies to get those pre-cooked meals, and that's about fifty-five bucks. Yeah, a meal. Um, mm, and no. you, you can rack. <laughs> I mean, if you go and you're buying meals for like once a week, you yeah. spend like five, six hundred bucks. No, exactly. Um, yeah. Every week, and after a while, it starts. It starts to hurt a bit, but then it starts to pile on, pile on the pressure. Because I think in the modern age, like there's a financial element to it that is a lot more hard hitting than it was in previous years. I don't know. Yeah, look, I mean, it's, it's, it's. I guess it's the, it's the p word, and and not, not that p word provider. Yeah. That, uh, that we're, that, that we're talking about here, and. And and it's about providing, but also because of the pressures that come from outside. Mm. Because I'll I'll say it now, my kid has to drink S twenty six gold, and there was no reason, and there was no other reason for it because we're like, well, it mu- it's expensive, yeah. must be good. Yeah. Uh, the kids must be chubby, so well, yeah, cl- <laughs> clearly it works. And and I didn't even know that there was a price difference between like Huggies and Pampers. I was just like, well, Huggies gold. If it's gold, then it must be good. Yeah, so must be I good. just went with that. But now, now I've heard that actually the Pampers are the, the expensive ones and then they're the bougie ones. And I was like, well, phew, at least I dodged the bullet there because <laughs> he's still alive and there the kids, the girls are still alive and they went through on Huggies. So yeah, yeah you know, so it, it comes with that pressure of like, well, you made the kids, now you must be able to take care of them yeah. properly, you know? I think that's 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 the responsibility. Is if you're gonna if you're gonna go out on this journey, you have to. And I think that's a the, back in episode one we spoke about the the sperm donor rather than the, the <laughs> yeah. father kind of thing. Because there's a lot of guys who are just like, oh, this is not for me. I'm mm. I'm out. <laughs> um, but then if you do stick around, there's a lot of there's a lot of pressure. And I think a lot of the guys have conversations um, where you touch on, but you never really go in depth. But there's there's real struggles going on out there too. Mm the stress of providing and you know, you might be in a household that's got two incomes or maybe yeah. one income or maybe you don't have the income and exactly, the Mrs. Yeah. Is, Mrs. is earning, but um, it's a stress. Do you, you feel the stress or? Look, I mean, I, I, I feel the stress, but I, I also understand that like, well, I guess I'd imagine that it would be so difficult, you know, just as, as a man because of that whole 
a man must provide and a man yeah. must this like how uh, how does that feel especially with the stuff that we've talked about because the mom has the the bits and bobs to nurture from a young age yeah. so automatically you fall into those roles of okay provider and nurturer yeah. you know so if you are now not the one who can provide the boob milk and you also can't afford the S26 formula Just of your song your boob milk song yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know then what happens then like what kind of role do you play because you're like I at least because after a while you're like I at least I bought the you know the 450 rand can of milk or whatever it is then you know I I've done my bit and if I can feed him once in a while I've done my bit but now if you couldn't breastfeed him and you couldn't also for the nappies to put on him or yeah or like the you know then it's like what's your role then as a as the man in the house yeah you feel you feel lost but it's actually quite interesting that you said that because um you know there's a whole equality conversation going on and everybody's trying to to get that sort of everybody's got to be treated equal and anybody can do anything and, mm. and all of that and it is that i don't think men are fighting equality or anything or at least i'm not fighting equality yeah. i'm just going Guys, I don't have a lot to do already. Like, um, mm. I, like I don't have too many items I need to tick off a list. Yeah, let me just do the provider thing. You know, that's that's what I want <laughs> to do. Like, that's what I'd like to do. But um, look, I mean, I, I think outside of just with fatherhood, I think when you're in relationships and in households, well, maybe look, I mean, I think there's a natural progression of like well, you know, your woman's going to be the one who chooses the curtains and this and this and that, and you're going to make sure that the Wi-Fi is fine or the DSTV is connected. Because yeah. those are, and, and not, I don't think it's that's because it's like a manly or womanly thing. It's just because that's the kind of shit you care about. You know what mm. I mean? So for me, like... I could live in a house with no curtains. You, you see what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> that's, know, the, that's the neighbor's pain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, no, we need a runner carpet. Like, I don't, I don't even know. I don't know what that is. But, yeah. you know, if you, if you say so, then that's what... So I think we fall into those kinds of roles because that's what we're interested in. So, mm. uh, um, yeah, look, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what that means in terms of taking care of the baby. Then like, maybe I'll do, I, I'm really interested in doing the number one only. So mm. hopefully the missus will then be on number two duty. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just do, <laughs> Gotta do one each, each day, yeah. man. That's, that's, that's equality. So um, maybe, maybe just on that, on that topic, I think, Dealing, dealing with the stresses, like, I mean, I think for myself, it's, mm. it's really important for me to, um, you know, you want to be future, future focused and you want to make sure that you're not going to run out of cash tomorrow and then yeah. you need to buy nappies kind of thing. So it, it comes down to like managing finances and stuff. And I think just being like real about what, look at, look at how many nappies you're going through Yeah, and forecast. I think that forecast thing is, is, is a big thing for us as we're going, okay, look here, we're going to have to top up twice this month. Yeah. We need to make sure that cash is there for it. Cause oh, it's not, it's not a nice feeling getting to that midway of the month and, and, and yeah. And, and not having cash or not having the, the, the cash to especially take care of a, yeah, a small baby. So yeah, yeah that's, and, and sometimes it's, it's hard. Look, I mean, I guess you, you, you get into the budget, but now because things change so quickly, yeah, you know what I mean? Now they're not going through, you know, the, the nappy price just stays the same, which is funny. But like, you know, every time you move a step up, it's actually you get less nappies. And then you go into like step six. <laughs> now you're like only at 28 nappies or something like you used to get you used to get forty. Yeah, in exactly. Got your <laughs> now, 28. Yeah. Now, now you have to think about, you know, before where I used to buy only like, uh, you know, three packs of nappies for a month. Now I need to buy maybe four because... Mm. It's a pull-up nappy, but, you know, it's because they're bigger. I guess that's why they only fit into 
that small nappy size. So yeah, it's 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 weird having to go through those things, but we have to also know that the the, the things are going to happen and the changes are going to happen. So that's why for me, then it's a lot easier now with the whole vegetables. Then I know that at least whatever veggies we're cooking in the house, we just can mash it for him. Yeah, and then it becomes a lot you, easier. Yeah, we, like he's starting to eat what we eat and stuff. So yeah, it's becoming it's become a lot cheaper now that I'm actually just more more chilled out about not having to buy purities or not having to buy the because i mean those things are nice for like when you're on the road and you're yeah. on and you're traveling and you and, and you grab those like squishy ones that they eat you know uh yeah i, I don't know what those things are called those ones, uh, ones we just call them we just call them squishies the squishies yeah but those those things you can't let them eat them unattended eh? yeah it's <laughs> that is chaos once or twice like i'm like listen have this thing because i thought he was Do at the think, age yeah like where you, you can control it I, you I, can be you can be like you thought like you're responsible <laughs> enough you I mean you can you know how to feed yourself <laughs> and then you just look away for a couple of seconds and uh, then yeah no that's it so i think i think that pretty much sums up what we we wanted to touch on today is just that sort of yeah look yeah the, the the finances of it i mean i guess and later on maybe it'll come to a point where you know we need to start looking at um schooling and things like that and the finances that come yeah. with schooling I'm, and I'm at I'm at the schooling discussion now and I, I went like I was I was horrified um <laughs> yeah got to spend got to find an extra four and a half grand a month now you see um, you, you know what I mean yeah but the, and then now you have to think now you have another forecast is in two years time you have to find another Another four and yeah, a half. Yeah. That's to think. To think now, two school fees is going to be close to about nine grand. You got you got to miraculously find nine grand extra mm. um, in Out the next somewhere. two years. Yeah, exactly. And that's excluding everything else. Yeah, and and you still have to feed these people as well. So look, I mean, the the pressures are they there. The pressures school, are real. It. They're going to eat at school. <laughs> they're going on intermittent fasting. Yeah. yeah, when you get home, look, we 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 we're not eating today. We're going on a we're going on a juice diet. <laughs> and by juice, I mean oh. <laughs> that's your juice diet for tonight and you'll eat again tomorrow when you get porridge at school because that's what we can afford <laughs> <laughs> we were out at an event the other night and then we just had a little bite to eat afterwards and the food that was on offer was either a prego roll like a chicken prego roll beef prego roll or a falafel burger and this one mm. girl at our table has the falafel burger so we asked you know how is it you know is it delicious you know and and she was like, no, no, it's actually quite good, eh? But she's like, I haven't eaten in a while, though. So, you know, it, it could it could be like yeah, it's pretty it average. Could be terrible, yeah. So I was like, how long, what does I haven't eaten in a while mean, though? Mm. Um, and she's like, oh, I didn't, like 2 p.m. I haven't eaten since 2 p.m. It was like 6. Yeah. I'm like, that's that's the wrong use of the word you haven't eaten a in a while. Like, a while is... <laughs> I, was like, oh, I was actually worried about where the story is going. I was like, shit, now I thought we were going to end on a high. Now you're telling me about a lady who hasn't eaten... In at, the your, at your function <laughs> in a while and maybe like a day and a half you know no, different was, people take a while differently I'm was, like, but I, it was four hours <laughs> that's just a normal that's that not normal yeah, window exactly. of eating yeah I think the, the message there is just be be mindful with those finances eh? I don't think definitely not a point of advice because we're both figuring <laughs> exactly. figuring this nonsense out but uh, yeah, you gotta you gotta stay on top of that stuff. Yeah, well, and also like if if you have any jobs that we can do that uh, will give us an extra nine grand yeah, a month, I can lay tiles. Yeah, please, 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 please do whatever. Look, I'm I'm getting there with the pool. I'm I'm pretty decent with the pool. I know how to clean the pool, the pump. I'm actually pretty handy with the nets and stuff like that. So, for for an extra nine grand a month, I'll be there until until we get a sponsor for the podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> awesome, guys. So I think that wraps it up for this this episode. Email us your thoughts. How are you dealing? How's fatherhood going for you? And you can email us at the ba- 
The Bad Dad Cast. <laughs> <laughs> the Dad Podcast. Z-A at gmail.com. Well, that sounds like a, a movie, actually, that we should write The Bad Dad Cast. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, it's time for us to get out of here. From me, Joe Man. From myself, Timber Robbins. Uh, we'll check you in a little bit. That's all for now. Thanks for tuning in to yet another episode of the Dad Podcast. And if you'd like to get hold of us, share your thoughts, or maybe be a guest on the upcoming episode, all you got to do is email us at dadpodcastza at gmail.com. See you in the next one.